this is episode 81 uh once again been a little while i think since since we recorded one um obviously you guys see that this is a discord episode um because as you might have seen on twitter we went through the big move that we've been talking about in the last few episodes um obviously moving into a new spot for us and trying to figure out uh, a way to record here in the best way is tough so we thought we masterminded something in the new living room to to act as our duct tape for this playoff run um but usb cord didn't stretch to the pc so you know yeah we may we may have to get a little drill out or something i don't know figure something out to to get it a hole in a wall like that that whole that vibe in there was very cozy you would have got some very cozy takes from us in there honestly well it was a little like nycfc forever action on the couch i, I can see you know what that being an important part of uh, a set potentially that we use in the future especially with the extra couches that we have now so yeah we'll, I mean, we literally we'll see have our two old couches out on our new patio and um yeah neighbors love it we went out there and neighbors <laughs> using it so um yeah, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things that broke literally today uh, before we were, we even decided to record. Um, so it's it's good that we didn't end up recording yesterday like we wanted to. Um, but yeah, just going into last game, um, you know, it was a good result, but it's very costly in the sense that uh, you know we lost some guys potentially um, for this playoff run, or at least for pieces of the playoff run, depending on. You know how deep this team can go and um, a lot of people are speculating with these players gone that you know our, our ceiling is lower yeah well i mean it's once again we're getting to the part where uh you're losing a key player in every third of the field you know we have tales who i believe the final ruling on it was uh the dislocated shoulder from falling on the turf um you know we don't need to get too deep into the turf conversation uh, but I, I feel like now, and especially with the NFL, which we're you know massive fans of, um, like the conversation of turf is louder than it's ever been. And I think especially for soccer, um, when it's a uh, you know the full ninety minutes, it's even more so opening players to a ton of injuries. Um, and you know obviously, ten out of ten times, you know, I'd rather play on the grass at Yankee Stadium than, you know, on the turf at, at Atlanta, on the turf at uh the Revs, I think, have turf as well. Um and a few of these key places around the stadium. It just feels like, you know, something something has to be done in these in every sport to avoid uh this turf because it, it's taking like the most valuable players out of games. Yeah, and even you know, even players who are not stars that are you know key parts of their own team. Um, you know, losing them is, is a tragedy as well. I mean, I go back to playing sports as my, as a, you know, myself. And I remember loving turf just because you would feel faster, feel better and everything like that. Um, but you were never at a level where, um, you know, you could seriously injure yourself. So there was only benefits, but there's a level of athlete where, you know, there's their body is so in tuned and so fast and so built that you know the turf just can't keep up with it you, the, those types of bodies need a surface that can give um as much as it takes so um yeah it, it sucks and you know with the tallest thing i mean dalvin cook dislocated his shoulder 
and wore a harness and got hit by 300 pound people the next next week um mm-hmm. you know i i would say pop it back in you know put get some antibiotics and play through it you know yeah i mean uh, i think my biggest takeaway and uh obviously we have the atlanta and then before that the orlando game to talk about um which we haven't yet during an episode but i think in both the the massive thing to me was recovering from uh adversity or or living through adversity um by the you know by the end of the game you know we have obviously in the orlando game um i believe we went down one nil early and then ended up stealing the three points which uh at that point put us into third place because you know red bull had dropped points i think to columbus but you know that's massive to do it when something like third place is on the line whether or not the players knew at that moment um but they know at this point of the season that literally every every point and every result matters a lot more than it did previously um so i like to see us fighting through adversity you know when we're down one nil and then in the atlanta game you know the adversity of the injuries the adversity of you know after losing key players like that we're up two nil and what we really need to do at this point to to secure home field or secure our spot um is to close that game out and we get a goal scored on us and you know luckily we were able to hold on and fight through that and not allow us to drop points you know maybe get one point and who knows really how the table could have shaken up at that point you know if if we don't make a a stand on decision day against a team that honestly in important games has always given us trouble like atlanta hasn't given us trouble in the past it's one of those teams where it doesn't matter what their squad's like where they're at in the table like we're gonna have a dog fight against them um and that's you know that's how it goes really yeah and um i mean it's it's that adversity that's gonna have to carry us to whatever we want to do in these in these playoffs because um you know we lose Tavon potentially which i mean there's worse things to happen when you have potentially our our best right back right behind them that just needs fitness um and uh you know alfredo you know that's that's probably the biggest loss if Tales can't go um and so it's going to be the adversity of of next man up um but that was really that was really the um i guess the story of of last season so you know i hate to be one of those guys it's like it happened before it can happen again but what else can you say in that situation i mean i think in a way, we got uh, a good draw in terms of opponent. I mean, there were a lot of different teams flying around. You know, through these last three weeks, I mean, I think our opponent shuffled like three to four times. I mean, we could have, uh, you know, at one point we could have gotten Montreal if these games go the wrong way. We, we could have gotten Philly if these games go the wrong way. Red Bulls obviously would have been a nightmare in the first round, regardless of, of how much we dunk on them. Like, that would have been scary. Um <laughs> It would have been great for and us, then, though. Personally, yeah, I mean, drive 15 minutes down the road and go see him. Although they, you know, the Mets, the Mets couldn't close it out, so they probably would have flipped it. We would have had such, we would have been so happy for it to play in Connecticut just to have it rescheduled to City Field. Yeah. Um, but you know, at least I think, you know, even if that was to happen, and even with this happening, somehow I think what we we found out that RBA is actually closer than City Field, didn't we? Uh, yeah, Which. So- for us, yeah, Red Bull Arena is now closer than City Field, but it's like a which fifteen minute difference. Okay, yeah, which to me makes like no sense, 
geographically, no, mathematically. Nothing, nothing really from this area makes any sense. Because uh, <laughs> it's really close and then it's super far and it makes no sense. Nothing about New York makes much sense, to be honest with you. No, no. I mean, basically, it's however you can get to the 95, the fastest is the best route. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so at least that, that goes to City Field. And I think, you know, regardless, even if it wasn't CT and would have saved us, you know, the long trip, I think ultimately it's a better uh, decision for it to be there um, versus really anywhere else if Yankee Stadium's unavailable. You know, that's probably where we get the biggest the biggest pop of fans um, outside of Yankee Stadium. And, you know, everybody, I, I think Blue City Radio tweeted uh, the gif of Matarita with, you know, another playoff game at City Field, which, you know, I guess we'll never get past that as a community. And that's something that we obviously bring up every single time we play there. Um, but, you know, it's good to get more fans out. And, you know, potentially with the rumors during the season, the Queens is where they're looking to go permanently. So, I guess start building a, a fandom there that it that can still grow. I guess more than it has. Yeah, I mean, uh, first I just want to say hopefully they don't uh, send out a tweet and not an email or anything like that the day before that there's not going to be parking there. Um, let's hope that there's parking. And two, the minute that they decided to change that to City Field and it was round one and it's the playoffs, I sent you that text just saying that I don't know that I can go. Um, my PTSD will not allow me. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, it gave, it does give you that flashback to way back when Monterita made that, that horrendous tackle. Um, what a different world that was a different world as a team, um, different opponent altogether. And so, yeah, I, I think we're going to be all right. I mean, what are your thoughts on the matchup? Cause I think. You know, obviously, Inter Miami has Pozuelo now, who historically has has owned us in every which way whenever he faces us. And then, um, if if we want to buy into that uh, narrative, where when a team is fighting for somebody, they do better, and you have Gonzalo Higuain, um, I mean, basically ending his career. I guess I, I don't know if it's club career or what the World Cup might look like for a guy like that. I would assume he he's probably not stealing minutes from you know, too many people on his national team. Um, but, you know, that that's definitely something that can be rallied around um, for Inter-Miami. And he hasn't, you know, he... Last time we played them, he was obviously put away in a pocket and, and forgotten about. But uh, <laughs> after that, he kind of started to warm up, hitting multiple free kicks and stuff like that. So he's he's a weapon that can appear. Yeah, I mean, he, um, he was somebody that we were kind of laughing at at the point of us playing them the last time. And um, if it was the inner Miami of back then, I'd be sitting here saying, we have a easy first round. We're into the, you know, into the next round. Who, who can we possibly be playing next? Um, but this is a team that's turned it around. They started scoring goals. Higuain started scoring goals. He started doing what we remember him doing. Uh, for all those years at Napoli and uh, Juve and all those places, um, so I think they're they're a very dangerous squad, and um, you know they have a lot to play for. I think we just have more to play for. I think the home field advantage is going to be the difference. Um, City Field should be loud and it should be packed, even for a Monday. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I I, I could see us winning uh, by by a pair of goals. 
I was hoping because I know the only reason that we got a Monday schedule, I know the rest of the teams are playing on the weekend, um, was because we got bounced out of RBA so that Red Bull could have their game. But I was kind of hoping that this city field reschedule would also come with like a date reschedule to make it easier on, I, I think, everybody to make it out there. Obviously, we've seen turnouts for like the CONCACAF Champions League um, and stuff like that on those midweeks, you know, late kickoff, 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Um, you know, on weekdays, that's that's extremely tough, especially if, if you're trying to get the family out there. Um, you know, these are a lot of different people that can fill seats that I feel like may have the inability to go so I, I am hoping that it'll get pretty loud you know obviously the the main supporters are definitely going to be there and be loud um and and hopefully you know be that 12th man really yeah i mean with with that field being so much more intimate i feel like nycfc is going to be smart about it and they're going to pack that inner that inner um right off the field those those first levels and um you know, make it so that at least the people that are there can be heard. Um, I'd hope so, at least. And so, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it being anything but a great atmosphere. Even if, you know, it's not the most family-friendly time. Um, you know, we're not going to have that luxury until, of course, they decide where where our fate is and where we build really like the base of this franchise um, when we do get a stadium. Yeah, I think, you know, probably the the stars of inter miami will will drag some extra people out too that you know maybe might not even be fans of either team and you know i don't think we have to i'm not trying to duck on like inter miami fans or anything i don't think there's many of them um but like traveling to the game i think also they're, they're probably going to be pretty uh you know will be favorited i think pretty heavily like I, I would assume that many people are probably expecting us to win this game and i'm hoping uh i don't think we ever have an issue with being expected to win a game and actually winning it um so i'm hoping that isn't something that like rears it rears its head as we like head into these playoffs because we've definitely been for a few months now you know ever since ronnie and tati leave like we are we it's an it's been an underdog story really yeah i mean nobody's really expecting much from us in the in these playoffs i think not not that we're written off in any sense but um you know we're we're back at that point where we're kind of those people that end up winning majority of the weeks and aren't really talked about and you know they're they're kind of the um you know the third fourth tier story that nobody's really talking about um kind of those silent assassin type of that that type of team and i i personally like it that way i don't want to be in the headlines i don't want people to be talking about us i want us to show up smack people in the mouth and leave that's really it's really all I want from this team. Where does your comfort level with Cushing lie now? I think I read somewhere that um, we actually finished with a higher point total than we did last season, which almost seems like an impossible thing to have actually happened. But like, I'm pretty sure that is the case. Um, and obviously, we've had this bounce back now, and I think in a lot of ways, he's like managing with confidence, which I'm I'm not sure that was one of our gripes and the fans gripes with him is he he sort of looked unprepared and un uh you know just didn't have that fire when we did see him on the sideline didn't seem like he he kind of had things under control so i, I think that's totally taken a u-turn yeah no i think he i mean he's more confident um and my confidence in him 
I mean, realistically, it's the same. I'm not going to jump like I like I didn't majorly jump ship when the results were poor. I'm not going to take a few wins and, and blow that up and try to over exaggerate it. Um, it is what it is. And we are what we are not to be, you know, generic, but it, it, that just is what it is. And um, at, we're at the point now, luckily, where, you know, each game is the last game. And so um, hopefully he uses that as the fuel to get this team to do what he wants. That's that at the end of the day is what's going to matter. Um, you know, finishing with more points than last year, not to be coach show, but a lot of that's on Ronnie, you know, Ronnie set us up in a great place to finish well. Um, and so I'm not really giving too much credit of that to, uh, to Cushing, especially when a lot of points were dropped under him. So, yeah. um, my confidence in him, it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same. I mean, obviously, in our last episode, we talked about sort of the banter around, like, the Red Bulls thing, and I think that kind of won me over a lot more towards Cushing, and obviously some of the results that we've had help, has helped the most. Um, but I think both of us still kind of lie in the same area where we're like, you know, he's the guy for now. There's there's really nothing that anybody can do about it. So, like, let's get behind him and, and hope for the best really because that's that's all you can do and luckily um it started to pan out I, i'm glad that every game is not like us in a post game spaces with all the boys on twitter like just like losing minds really for so long like this this i think has been a much easier month for a ton of nycfc fans and um i'm just honestly i'm just excited for the playoffs i mean it's been a long time since we've been in them obviously last year and i don't know i'm just i i think i hope that we can make a little run it's it's funny because um this time last year when, when we were recording and we're kind of you know we're talking about how how far do you think this team can go and you know what what are you happy with are you happy with two wins are you happy with one you know getting past the first round and i jokingly go no nah, i think we can win it all i think we can go all four <laughs> And um, yeah. little did we know the trip that we'd be on. At this point, um, you know, I I could see two three wins out of this team. Um, genuinely, I could I could see that. I could see them playing for the man next to them and the man that went down, whoever that is, um, at that time. And I could see the next man up coming together and, and fighting for a spot and a you know permanent call up for next season. Um, or a, a trip away, whatever it is, whatever they're fighting for, I could see that happening. Um, I, I, I just, I can't imagine this team winning less than two games. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think it's going to matter a lot, you know, who the opponents end up being. Um, you know, I, I'd like to say that when we're at our best, like there's obviously no, there's no team in the league that's going to compete with us but unfortunately we do have like this issue of consistency um so i'm kind of in the mind frame like hopefully we can dodge philly like in the eastern conference final that would be um ideal hopefully we can we can do our best to dodge montreal as well although you know i i'm not like totally bought into the montreal thing and maybe that's just because they've been doing what they're doing like so quietly like i don't think 
anybody in the league like has expected this from them. And then it, it almost still doesn't feel real that out of nowhere they've just become not a powerhouse, but I mean, they finished second in the league that they're a good team. Um, and then, you know, if, if by some miracle, I guess I'll call it and please tell me I have the worst take by calling it a miracle if we end up in the final, because <laughs> I'm cool with that if we're in the finals. Um, but, you know, hopefully we, we get a team and, and, and I'll pre I'll, I'll add to all of that is like if we do get the the good teams then you know maybe potentially it's better because we we won't have the people telling us that our cup wasn't real for whatever yeah. reason you know what I mean that's I was just gonna say that I would almost say that I want Philly I want Philly and I want to beat them to bury that hatchet to say oh uh, you know you you faced our COVID club like you guys didn't go out and party or whatever you did to get COVID together. <laughs> Um, but I want to bury that hatchet finally of like, that's the only thing that's like, keep nagging at it. Oh, you faced our B team. You faced our B team, blah, blah, blah. Well, your A team should have been more responsible. I Dude, can't that, say that enough. That game is going to have, if that game, it happens, like there's just go, it just feels like there's going to be too much on the line in terms of like banter and like, it's like beyond like proving that we're good this playoffs it's like also putting that nail in like last year's playoffs that like yeah. we did deserve it we uh, don't have tati anymore so you're not facing our full team anymore yeah i mean stance is gone that exactly. key key in you know potentially might not be at full health alfredo not at full health you know it's tavon who who let's <clears throat> we're we're the we are the tavon preachers let's say like last last year we always bring it up that four game playoff stretch Tavon out of nowhere you know there were time there were times where Ronnie was sitting Tavon to play Sands at right back Acevedo at right back because Tavon was was in the regular season not stepping up and playing the way that was demanded of him to do what he did and then for for whatever reason he gets thrown in in that first round of playoffs and you know the rest is history like Everybody literally the field again literally the the boy from the bronx like writes uh like literally a dream which is you know that's that's what you have to do all of them are a part of writing like a dream like that yeah and i i could see it happening again um you know tenor home coming in and, and being the guy for the whole for the playoffs putting his body on the line that could be it um you know it could be kevin o'toole having to start left wing because talis is down um, who's been he's been crazy o'toole who's been, who's been crazy and he comes in and scores all the goals that get us you know far in the playoffs or dare i say another cup yeah and it could be any of those things um yeah and so i like you said i'm massively excited for it um but at the same time, I, I don't have stress about it. Um, just knowing how difficult it is to repeat, um, especially that'll like, come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half, half an hour, hour before kickoff, the yeah. stress will come. <laughs> I'll be driving home like shaking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying not to crash. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just don't have it because it's like it's so difficult for a team to repeat in this league that you know the pressure really isn't on us and i hope we take that and run with it yeah i i mean in 
in closing, I'll say for Inter Miami, I, I don't want to put a score prediction down or a winner prediction down, um, but I do think there's going to be goals. I think both teams are probably going to score. Um, I think you're right that the home field advantage feels like it may it may be the difference between the two. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just ready for kickoff. I think even the more that we talk about it now, although we're a week out, it's it's starting to like materialize that it's real. Like we're really at the playoffs again. Uh, I think we've obviously been like super busy with moving and stuff. And like, I feel like typically in my like normal life, NYCFC makes up like most of my free time or like if I'm like driving or, you know, just at home, I'm, I'm thinking about the team or like different things like that. And we've had more like real life stuff taking that time up instead. So I'm not sure at least I've fully digested that like the next game we're playing is like the playoffs. Like that's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, we've kind of had too many. That's crazy things to digest in the past week and a half. Um, for one human to really deal with, especially dude, we're like 20, 25 and you know, you're not much older than me. <laughs> like, Although you would say way different in the group chat, but that's all I right. mean, anybody watching is probably like, that dude's 45 and he's 25. <laughs> um, but no, nah, this is not the fighter in the pool. Um, we are really like a year apart. Um, but yeah, we've just had too many things to really digest. And you're right. It, when you sit back and look at it and you're like, yeah, this this is the playoffs. This is it. I mean, this is when everything that you worked for all season, every single episode we've recorded – um, every emotion that we've felt, every game every we've tweet. watched, every tweet, it all comes to this. This is what matters the most. Um, and I just hope this team goes out and puts on a show for us and every single fan, everyone driving to, to the stadium, everyone bringing their kids, um, just put on a show for us. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to, to wrap it up. I mean, obviously... Uh, if you guys don't follow us at post 90 pod on Twitter that, you know, I, uh, you could set the over under on tweets during that playoff game at like, I don't even know, like 20, 20, I was going to say 20, 30. So like we will, we are active on Twitter. That is the spot. Um, you know, you would have known about the move. Uh, you would have known about when we went to Charlotte and some, you know, images from that and, and stuff following along on our trip to away days and stuff like that. And then obviously, like I said, the, the live tweeting, I think is, is one of the better moments and you can always tweet at us and like have a conversation. I think that's a cool part too, to share your opinions. And we might come on here and like talk about exchange. We do all the time exchanges that we have on Twitter, because I think a lot of people bring Diff, different and uh interesting opinions to share and like dive deeper into in conversation um on twitter like all the time yeah and and i think that's the that's our favorite part of this whole thing and, and recording these episodes for you guys and talking um our favorite part is when we get mentions um you know just asking us questions or trying to have uh you know a conversation or you know we're at a game and somebody's like hey you know, like wants to come over and talk about the game with us. Um, it's all interaction and being a part of a community. And, um, you know, hopefully we are in some way a key to the to the Twitter NYCFC community for you guys. And um, that's really all we want to be.
Yeah. I mean, that is that is episode 81. I think we have a few, we have some days ahead of us uh, realizing that this playoff game is about to happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> we have a lot of time to think about that. We have a lot of time to um, think of how we want to build the studio that's coming up. Yeah, um, we're so in the lab on the studio business. So when the, when the studio drops, just know we put everything into it. Um, you know, you may have a duct tape episode if something crazy happens or something like that, it may be something similar to this. Um, but you know, we'll be back to our normal video quality, um, audio quality, everything like that. And, um, you guys will see us on Twitter. So, uh, follow us anywhere you get a podcast and, uh, follow us on Twitter to just keep up to date with us and talk to us and be just in tapped into, uh, the NYCFC community. I appreciate yeah, you guys so. watching this far. For sure, yeah. That uh, this could be a long one. Um, so so if you're around, then you know. Respect. You tweet know. At us. Yeah. Tweet at we'll us. We'll see you guys. Tweet tweet at us and say new studio, <laughs> and we'll send you a sticker or something. <laughs> Maybe. <we'll... laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's it. I mean, we'll see you guys in eighty two. All right. Peace. Peace.